0: The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Friend of a Friend. It's your host, Liv Perez. I cannot believe this is our final episode of 2023. I want to kick off this episode by first saying a huge, huge, huge thank you to the Dear Media team. You guys have been amazing this year. I love being on this network. And another huge thank you to Christiana, my producer, who has been such a champion for me and really encouraged me to step out of my comfort zone and has just been such a fierce advocate of the show. So shout out to Christiana. You are just the best. I remember it was actually. I think during COVID that she had convinced me to do my first solo episode. Keep in mind, this is after like three years of doing interviews, loved it so much. But she was like, you know, I think you'd have a lot of fun doing solo episodes. I was so nervous. I remember it took me days to like even rock my head around like sitting down and like getting the thing done. But I had done this episode where I answered questions that you guys submitted via Instagram. I remember feeling so awkward. So just the idea of like sitting down in a room and talking to myself was so foreign to me. But here we are three years later. And I feel like this year has been so impactful for me on this show. I feel like I've really found my voice. I feel like I've really connected with you guys as my community and really found a way to talk about the things that I love in a way that feels meaningful to both me and you guys. So it's been quite a year for me and I love this show so much. And I'm so grateful to you guys because you've shown up for me every week. And if you listened to last week's episode. I think I discovered literally mid-show that we had not taken a single break the entire year, which I feel like is pretty rare. Usually I'll take like a holiday off here and there or like a 4th of July or something like that. But I did 53 episodes, including bonus episodes for the year, and have only taken Christmas off. So I'm feeling really proud of that and how we've come together every week. I think that is so special and so unique. So I'm so grateful, not only to Dear Media, but to you guys as well for being just the best community ever. I've loved connecting with you guys on Instagram and during my styling sessions as well. They've been such great extensions of this show where I've got to connect with you guys IRL or digitally. So I'm so grateful for that as well. And I cannot wait to meet more of you in the future. We've had so many new listeners this year. I don't know if you guys missed it, but last week I mentioned a few different countries that we've expanded to. We had new listeners in Iceland, Israel, Latvia, Taiwan, Ireland, which is so cool. Truly to be able to say that people are listening around the world and then I get to connect with you guys and have a small part in your day means the world to me. And actually there was a stat that came from our Spotify Wrapped that over 70% of our listeners are new this year. So, so excited to have some new ears in the community and to be able to connect with you guys here. As I mentioned earlier, this year has been so impactful for me. I feel like There have been so many new, incredible things I've gotten to do with my career this year, working with amazing new brands, doing the Today Show. I did six segments this year, and I only started doing it in March. So it's been such a thrill for me, and I'm so excited to be back launching my styling sessions and so many other new things that I feel like I put myself out there for this year. I feel like this year, again, I've really found my voice and I've found a way to share the things that I love with you guys. So when I was thinking about doing this episode today about what I wanted to close the year, I couldn't stop thinking about those little things that have impacted me on a daily basis that I've learned throughout my style journey, whether that's, you know, expanding on my style, figuring out new ways to get dressed, things I've learned from other people things I've learned on set and working on all these projects. So I wanted to do an episode recapping those amazing style lessons that I've learned this year and the things that I think we should definitely be taking into the new year. I don't know about you guys, but I feel like my style changed so much this year. I really feel like for the first time, my style is becoming more representative of me. Maybe that's because I get to show up for you guys every week and have this dedicated time and space to explore my identity through fashion. But I don't know. I feel like this year it's really come together. I feel like I purged a lot. I feel like I invested in good pieces that I'm going to have for my whole life. And I feel like I've really started to kind of chip away at what I feel that identity is. It feels really tailored. It feels very polished. It feels like slightly preppy, very feminine, but also very fashion forward. It's not boring. So I, I think... You know, I talked about this on the episode that we did with Tanya Saren. I think I'm still figuring out how to describe my style, but I feel like I'm well on my way. So I want to start with one of the best lessons that I think that I learned this year that I think made the biggest difference in my style. And it's that dopamine dressing is very, very real. I actually had this experience yesterday. I feel like I've been traveling. I, I, I don't feel like I know I've been traveling like every two to three weeks since August. I've taken like 20 flights in the fall and I really just feel so tired and run down. So I'm really looking forward to this holiday break. But I was really having a hard time getting a lot of work done yesterday and I had an event at night and I knew I needed to, you know, show up and have great energy and I had been in my pajamas all day cuz I'd just gotten back from the today show and I had flown to New York for 2 days and I was just so tired. And I was like, "Okay, you know what? I'm going to get up. I'm going to change. I'm going to take a shower. I'm going to get myself together." By the time I had my look on, it was like I was never tired. I was a totally new person. I could have like gone out that night and had an entire new day. And it really reminded me of that idea that like dressing is so powerful for our moods, for our personalities, for transforming the way that we feel. And I really leaned into that this year. I really leaned into this idea of like, you know what? If I'm feeling bad, I'm not going to go put on all black. If I'm tired, I'm definitely not staying in my pajamas or comfy clothes even though I work from home. I really invested in pieces that feel colorful and lively and make me feel alive once I put them on. And it's funny because I think of that in contrast to this year that we've had of like quiet luxury and like really nice simple basics that feel really elevated. And while I did invest in some of those pieces that I know I'll have forever, I also think it's so crucial to strike that balance between great basics and pieces that just make you feel alive. Like, The second I put on a red sweater, for example, like a bright, bold color, I feel like a different person. The second I put something on that feels printed or abstract, I feel like this boost of energy. And by the way, like that doesn't necessarily have to be your thing. Like if colors and prints aren't your thing, that's totally fine. But I think this idea of investing in pieces that you love and making sure that your closet is filled with pieces that you love so much and you're so excited to put on and you feel like a different New re-energized person when you put them on, it can really change your life. And it really changed mine this year. Knowing that I have pieces that I can rely on to transform my mood, make me feel good, make me feel pretty when I want to, make me feel sexy when I want to. Finding those pieces that I love has been something that I have really resonated with this year. It doesn't matter what's trendy out there in the world. if it doesn't resonate with you and it doesn't make you feel good, it's not going to get you through your day. And to me, that's what fashion's all about. It's about putting on things that make you feel your best self. Every single day, so that you can show up for yourself, do everything to the best of your ability, and show up for the other people in your life. Okay, on to the next thing I learned this year. If the outfit doesn't work after three times, try something new. (laughs) This is specifically for all my fellow people listening right now who have spent literally an hour in the morning getting ready, trying to put on an outfit and trying to make it work and making the chair in your closet or in your bedroom pile up with clothes and getting so frustrated that by the time you leave your house, you are exhausted. I hate that feeling. Like I truly, truly, truly as someone who one runs a little bit anxious two likes to be like hyper organized. It is so, so, so derailing for me to have a morning like that where the outfit just doesn't work. And I think we can get really stubborn and try to make something work. We're like, no, no, no. But I love this skirt. I want to wear this skirt. So I'm going to try on 10 different tops. Okay, the shoe's not right. I'm going to change the shoe. Okay, but the bag's not working. Like, okay, you can try it three times. You can try three different tops. You can try a different shoe. But after three times, let it go. Put on an outfit that you love that you can rely on and just walk out the door. And this is something I think about often and like actually really respect Steve Jobs for. He would show up every day in the same outfit. And while okay. That is not for me because you guys know I love to get dressed up, try new things, and really express myself through clothing. This idea of like taking away one major decision in your day, just putting on the clothes and going out the door, I like that feeling. I don't like the concept, but I like the feeling of like going into your closet, being able to pick out that outfit, and walking out the door. I think for me, going through that like emotional stressful journey of an outfit when it's not working. I pull out every single piece of clothing. Then all of a sudden, my closet's a mess. Then I'm sitting on the chair in my closet scrolling Instagram because I'm just like so exhausted thinking of an outfit that I have to distract myself. Then I'm like, okay, I'm going to go back and try again. Then it's like I leave my house and my closet's a mess and I'm thinking about that all day. So again, if I can like remove that many decisions in my morning and focus on the other things in my day, I feel way better. So it's not working after three times. Start over. Put on your favorite pair of jeans, put on a white tee, put on a blazer, and leave the house. I really leaned into this this year as someone who has really gotten caught up in that so many times. I've really cleaned out my closet and organized it well to a point that I can get dressed faster. And I've just learned to let go of things that aren't working. The next thing that I've learned, and this falls into the same category of really not knowing what to wear and what to do on those days where you feel stuck, deeply admired the people in my community who I've talked to and interviewed who have these sort of like lookbooks for themselves or running notes of looks that they love that they always feel good in. And if there's anything that I would recommend all of you do right now, it's that. It just feels so good to have those concepts ready for you whenever you need them. Say you're invited to a last minute dinner or a last minute event. You can easily go through that note or even that folder in your iPhoto albums and be able to pull something right away. The other reason why I really love this is because as you guys can tell, I am really trying to hone in on what I think my style is and what expression of me it's putting out to the world and to myself. And I think a great way of doing that is being able to have this kind of visual archive of your looks, of the things you're wearing, of what's making you feel good on a day-to-day basis. For those of you listening who love fashion and you love to get dressed every day, I feel like there are so many outfits that I love this year that I never photographed and I just forgot about them and they were great. And I feel like that's a waste and it's just not being productive in terms of, again, honing in on our style, being able to understand the things that we love and understanding the things that work for us. So if you haven't done it now, maybe it's something you can do over the holiday break if you're going to be home, or maybe it's something you can add to your 2024 resolutions to make this digital lookbook for yourself of all of the looks and things that you have felt really good in in your closet that you've worn out in the world. Not only is it going to help you get dressed faster on those days where you have no idea what to wear, you can just simply flip through it, but again, it's going to help you further understand yourself and what makes you feel good. Before we continue on with the lessons, a quick word from one of our sponsors. You guys know how much I love Vestiaire Collective. I've been using it for a few years now. For those of you who haven't tried it, it is the leading platform to buy and sell pre-owned authenticated designer items. I'm such a fan of this platform. Not only is it amazing because as a buyer, you can like items to get price updates. You can set alerts for searches and even make an offer for a better price. I love the fact that I can shop some of the world's best closets and connect with other fashion lovers around the world as well. And the holidays are a great time to sell and earn extra cash. Investier offers the lowest selling fee of any other resale site. They only take 12%. For every item you sell, you get to keep over 85% of the sale price. I've been on there, honestly, almost every day lately. It is so addicting to scroll. They have so many good new arrivals all the time. If you want to check out my profile, I've been loving some really great things and adding them to my favorites. I'm at Liv Perez with two Vs on there so you can see some of the items that I have been loving. It's especially great right around the holidays if you want to gift yourself something or get something for a loved one that feels unique to them. And obviously, it's so great for fashion lovers. It is so good for your wallet and good for the planet too. Get 15% off your first app order up to $150 off with code VCFRIEND. Again, download the app. That's Vestiaire Collective, V-E-S-T-I-A-I-R-E Collective, and get 15% off your first order using code VCFRIEND. You can get yourself a nice little Christmas present right before the holidays. My next lesson is probably one of my most important ones because it's been something that I think it's taken me my entire 20s to actually learn. I feel like when I got into fashion, I would put together Pinterest boards of things and looks and ideas and ways that I wanted to look. We all do this, right? Like we all have had this experience. And the experience I'm about to share, we all probably had. So I'll put together this Pinterest board and I'll, you know, see these like beautiful people and beautiful looks. And I'll go buy every single item in the outfit, right? And it'll get here, I'll go in my closet, I'll put it on, and lo and behold, I look nothing like what I saw in the photo. It's honestly such a sad experience. And again, I feel like we've all had that experience of realizing that knowing your proportions, knowing your body type, and leaning into that is crucial. And it honestly I think is one of the most important lessons in understanding your fashion sensibility and honing in on your personal style. So after having that experience one too many times, I actually went into my closet and was like, okay, what works for my body? Like what feels good every time I put it on? I know I have long legs, so I love a trouser moment. Like that just looks really good on me. A high-waisted trouser works for me. I'm 5'4". I don't have a lot of height. So wearing blazers with a padded shoulder makes me feel really elevated and tall. I'm not super busty, so I can wear that dress that maybe has a low cut in the front and an open back and I don't need a bra. So I started noting all these things. Okay, what is it about my body that works? And after I did that, I started shopping smarter. I started staying away from those Pinterest boards and leaning more into items that I knew would work for me. Look, I don't ever wanna say, let's get rid of the Pinterest boards. I think Pinterest boards are great for understanding our style and sensibility and what it is that we like to wear and that ethos that we like to put out into the world. Like, is it romantic? Is it feminine? Is it grunge? Whatever it is, Pinterest is a great, great, great place for you to understand what you love. But I think trying to duplicate an outfit sometimes can be a really slippery slope if you're not taking your own body into account. And this is something that I work on with my styling clients. It's something that I work on with myself. And through that process of identifying the things that I love about my body that allow me to wear things that I also love, it also allowed me to further understand what proportions look really good on me. So, you know, if I'm wearing a pair of trousers, wearing like a baggy oversized jacket with it doesn't work. Like I'm shorter. I don't have a lot of shape to my body. So that kind of just drowns me. Now, if I'm wearing a pair of high-waisted trousers, I'll always wear a crop jacket with it so you can see some sort of silhouette of my body. So understanding those things about my body that work have allowed me to dress smarter and pick pieces that look better on me. I'm not trying to duplicate someone else's style. I'm just dressing for the best version of myself. Next thing I learned, never let a trend become your identity. I love trends. They're so much fun. And a lot of the times they feel really unexpected and kind of out of nowhere. And I think that that's what makes fashion interesting is that we get these really fun anecdotes and moments to storytell within our clothing that take us away from maybe our everyday, whether it's a ballet flat or, again, quiet luxury. Like they give us the opportunity to try something new. And I think that's really exciting. And of course, with the trend comes a ton of examples, a ton of ways for us to like see Our own version of that in our closet and be able to build on our own iteration of it. But this year, I feel like I saw a lot of people like really lean into that quiet luxury trend and like let it become their entire identity. And then they lost that like little bit of flair to their style that I felt like they had before. I feel like I also saw this with the Y2K fashion trend where it really became an identity. And Again, while I deeply associate fashion with our identities, I think that leaning into these trends should be something that we use as like a sauce. Like it shouldn't be the whole meal, but it's a thing that we like sprinkle in here and there to like make things better and more fun sometimes. So that's another thing I feel like I really learned this year was like, don't let these trends become everything about your style. Remember to keep that like authentic, cool, unique part about you very vibrant and alive and find ways to wear trends and things that feel like new and cool And blend it with the parts of your style that are uniquely you. And last but not least, my favorite thing that I feel like I really leaned into this year and just loved, just always wear the thing. Like, don't be afraid that you're going to be overdressed. Don't be afraid that you're going to stand out. Don't be afraid that everyone's going to be in a suit and you're going to be in this like bold, beautiful dress. Wear the thing that makes you most happy. I actually have completely removed this idea of being overdressed from my vocabulary entirely. I'm not afraid of it. It doesn't make me nervous. It doesn't make me insecure. It doesn't make me self-conscious. I just want to get up and put on the thing that I love and feel the best version of myself no matter what that is. If I show up to a dinner and everyone's in jeans and, you know, sneakers and I'm in heels in a suit, that's not going to impact me. I'm going to feel good no matter what because I'm wearing the thing that I love and I didn't sacrifice me wanting to have fun with my personal style, and get dressed up for the sake of other people. Like, if anything, you're just going to walk in the room and everyone's going to be like, wow, you look really good. And that's going to be that. So this year, I have really just allowed myself to always wear the thing that I pick out and not worry about what everybody else is wearing. I've been thinking a lot about my childhood recently and, you know, sitting in my mom's closet with all my sisters and watching her get dressed for, like, amazing events And I feel like a theme that like came out of that was like, oh, she'd put on like a great pair of pants and a top and then she'd put on like a dress and she would just come alive like she'd look so beautiful and she'd be like, what should I wear? And we'd all be like, wear the dress, like wear that thing that makes you come alive. And I don't care if that's a dress or if it's a suit or if it's jeans and a tee, whatever it is. Wear that thing that makes you feel alive and don't worry about what anybody else is wearing. Again, I feel like this ties into dopamine dressing a lot, but I think the point that I really want to get across is like, don't be scared to be overdressed. Don't be scared to be underdressed. Wear the thing that makes you feel like you and go out into the world. There's a story that I love that a friend of mine at Vogue published last year. It was all about him and his group of friends going to a bar in New York City and all of them were like dressed to the nines, like in the coolest outfits. And he would look out into the bar and see different versions of the same outfit and a sea of just like everyone kind of trying to look like each other. And it came out in the era of, you know, quiet luxury. And I think the article was titled like in defense of getting dressed up. And I just love the story. It so deeply resonated with me because as someone who just always wants to wear the thing, like I can't wait to wear the like big skirt or like the yellow dress or something that like makes me feel really good. I think that story is a really good example in this moment to share. And by the way, again, not about dressing up. It's just about wearing the thing that is unique to you and lets you stand out from that sea of people who are wearing different versions of the same thing. Well, that's a wrap on 2023. Again, I feel like I'm really beginning to understand what I love and what makes me feel good. And these are just a few lessons that I've learned this year that have really helped me to refine my style and share it with you guys and be able to share honest insights about my experience in getting dressed every day. So, I absolutely adore you guys. I hope you have an incredible end of the year, whatever you're doing, whatever you're celebrating. I hope that it's filled with so much love. I hope that you guys are able to relax and take some time off. I am so excited for next year. I have quite a few surprises in store for you guys. So, I'm really excited to be able to share them with you and continue to grow this incredible community. Thank you all so, so, so much again for tuning in every week and spending this time with me. I'm so grateful to have this community that I get to really grow up with and be able to explore and talk about something that we all love together. If you want to give me a Christmas present, go on to Apple Podcasts right now and give the podcast five stars and leave me a review. They always make my day and it will definitely make the end of the year extra special. And if you're listening on Spotify, give it five stars.